Welcome to Crave the Rave, a naughty podcast for old school ravers who need a fix of the rave. I'm Lady Bizarre. And I'm Jess the Mess. On each episode, we'll be reminiscing over hilarious, embarrassing and downright mental stories from our raver days. Think trippy tales, fezzy fails and stories from the sesh. We've seen, heard and done it all. And we bet you have too. So join us for a trip down memory lane. Hello, welcome back. Episode two of Crave the Rave. How you doing, Jess? I'm good. I'm very, very excited that we're here again today. Woo! It's taken some effort. <laughs> We've had to uh, ask my sister to look after my daughter so we can have some quiet time and we sit in, in her bedroom right now. It's not easy to kick, <laughs> kick two toddlers out of the house, is no, it? No, it's hard work. So we're now squeezed in her bedroom uh, attempting to do our second episode. All right. Well, let's jump into it. What's been going on with you lately? Um, not, not too much really. I have got a cold, um, hence my raspy voice. It sounds like I've been out partying all night, but I haven't been. I actually used to lose my voice so bad you back did. in the day that I couldn't speak. Like, I actually wouldn't have a word that came out of my mouth. So I'm quite <laughs> used to having this voice. It just became permanent. But anyway, now I've got a cold, so it's not from partying. How about you? What have you been up to? Well... I haven't been out for any big ones, I will say that, but I did go to the pub the other night. Crazy. (laughs) I know. And I discovered that you can indeed get pissed off non-alcoholic beer. Really? (laughs) Well, tipsy, let's say. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I was just, yeah, I was chatting this poor guy's ear off and I don't know, I just suddenly was like, I think I'm pissed. And he was like, yeah, I can tell. (laughs) How many pints of non-alcoholic beer had you had? (laughs) I had two 0% IPAs, but after about three quarters of one, I felt pissed. Like, legit. What? So was it just placebo? Yeah. I think it it might, like, it must have been. Did he think you were drinking alcohol? No, he got me the, we were both, we were both sober. both sober. Both sober. Actually tasted banging, it tasted Mm. like proper IPA, so I was like, all right, this is actually like, yeah, working. God, we have changed. <laughs> we have changed. If that's what your night out is, a pub with non-alcoholic beer, we have changed. I know. Well, you know I'm in this egg freezing process right now, so I'm just uh, having a little bit of like a chill Fair enough. time. Chill flex. But do you know what that's, that did remind me of, though? You know, obviously, Catherine, uh, who we used to live with, do you remember when she bought a big crate of heineken zero (laughs) percent beer but didn't realize it was alcohol free i don't remember this yeah we had a house party and she bought the (laughs) the, big crate there's like 24 of them and everyone was drinking them and i'm not joking everyone was pissed like i'm not joking like we couldn't believe it it literally got to like i don't know maybe like near the end of the crate and we were like oh i think it was me who realized i was like these are these are alcohol free i looked around i looked around and all the guys were holding them (laughs) fucking you know fucking proper like yeah, oh my pissed god! Up, pissed up on 0%. It works. I think they actually did an experiment once on like Big Brother years ago where they gave them non-alcoholic alcohol and they all acted really drunk. Yeah, I've seen it with my own eyes and I have, I've I experienced it. That's mad. Mm-hmm. What about you then? You've been, I know you said, you, well, have you been hitting it hard recently? No, but <laughs> I um, had Alex over for his birthday and we did a nice civilised Sunday lunch. Uh-huh. But what started off as civilised ended up in him and Ashley, my husband, being a mess on the sofa. <laughs> the babe was in bed, well, the kid was in bed, and I was sober and I watched them as they downed 
three, four bottles of Prosecco. <laughs> <laughs> and um, by the end of the night, they were both so hammered. I had to, I had to put him in a taxi to get him home. Bear in mind, he is 36. That was his 36th birthday. And it was like he was 15 again and I had to put him into a cab. I remember um, you said you were messaging me being well, like, the boys are... The boys are gone. The boys were gone. <laughs> but what is really funny is I captured this moment for you, Lara, because I thought you'd enjoy it. Okay. And I got him to do a voice note saying, well, listen to this. Say, hello, welcome to Crave the Rave, the party podcast. Hello, welcome to Crave, Crave the, the Rave, Rave party. The party podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he sounds pretty fucked. <laughs> I'm sure he's not going to appreciate me playing that, but I just found it too funny not to. I think it, he kept saying it as well, so it was really, really funny. It's I, the, for me, it's the hello. <laughs> because that's not how he sounds at all. He sounds like German or something. That's what's making it really loud. Party podcast. Party podcast. You, you can't actually get his mouth to create the words. You can like see the struggle. Hear the struggle. He was so wasted. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you know what this reminds me of? Oh, my gosh. What is it called? Um, there's a voice note where a guy is in a, I think he's in Ibiza, and he, he there's a voice note that his friends get from the manager of Ibiza. Have you heard it? It's the manager of Ibiza. Sorry, the manager of <laughs> the whole of Ibiza. The manager yeah. of a nightclub in Ibiza, uh-huh. and the guy, he's got the guy, and he's in a K hole. Have you heard it? I remember something like that. Oh my god, we need to play it. Let's play it. Okay, yeah, I want to hear it. Hello guys, I'm the manager of Pikes. Um, I've got your friend here who's in a K-hole. Um, can... oh, I'm sound. <laughs> You've manoeuvred me here yep. as if I'm some sort of fucking spastic. Yeah, you are. So <laughs> you let us know where you're staying, please, and where we can send him in a taxi. Oh my God, that is absolutely <laughs> brilliant. That is so funny. Manoeuvred me. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have been the person that's been manoeuvred around <laughs> a lot. It's true. I have been somebody that's been carried around yeah, a lot. Yeah, you've been a dead, dead weight. I have weight. been in a bad way quite a few times. <laughs> you know, I often like have these moments where I wake up in the night and I'm really embarrassed still about it. Really? Yeah, I do. I still have moments where I think, oh my God, the mess I was in there and that. But I was thinking about this the other day. You don't get the bad thoughts at night about the embarrassing things, do you? No. No, see, I, I, a lot of people do, and I do. The three o'clock intrusive thoughts mm-hmm. of how embarrassing you've been, a lot of mine have been when I've been in a very bad mess. Uh-huh. And um, I heard something recently that is, this is for all the people who are listening who get like me and who have anxiety in the middle of the night, thinking about how badly behaved they've been or how outrageous they were the night before or what a liability they have been. You just got to think, how many nights do you remember other people like that? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Although thinking mm-hmm. about it, you probably do actually remember me being like that. I remember, yeah. yeah I remember, <laughs> but I just don't remember anything, you know, my memory <laughs> is shit. So, like, I remember a lot of the time, like, when you were dead weight, you would then just, like, come back to life at some point and, and then you'd just be like, hey, just, like, nothing had happened. <laughs> we'd be like, we'd all just hate you. <laughs> we'd be like, we just carried you literally across three boroughs yeah. or, like, three fields um, and then for me to wake up and go hi, and I remember yeah, the reactions. <laughs> the reactions of everyone used to be like, "Are you absolutely joking me? <laughs> <laughs> We've just carried you on a bus, a train, and every other yeah. mode of transport." 
But anyway, we had a good time. We had such a good time back then. We had such a good time. Even when I was in that state, I was having a good time. Yeah. Well, I think that, well, obviously that's why you got your name, isn't it? Jess the Mess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One of the many reasons why I was called Jess the Mess. Because I was, you know, I actually wasn't that messy, but... You oh, weren't messy I most of the time. I was very odd. Yeah. You were really, really bizarre. Yeah, that's why, why my name, I guess. Lady Beezer. I, I remember once we went to an after party. Uh-huh. In fact, we went to a park after a night out and you got up and started dancing and there was no music playing. Uh, yeah. And everyone was like, what is this girl doing? And you were literally like, dancing as though there raving. was... Raving. Raving as mm. though there was music being played and there was no music. Is that when I had like the, the weird... You'd collected, you had collected everybody's bits of fancy dress mm-hmm. and you had all sorts on and then you had <laughs> got up and you were just dancing in the park... With no music, as though you were listening to music. But I could hear music. That was the yeah. thing. I could, I could hear music. No, you... But you used to get that as well, yeah, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, when yeah. you're, like, on the tube or... Oh, in the, the toilets. Yeah, and you're like... No, but in the toilets, maybe you could hear the music. No, well. I used to think I could and I couldn't. Oh, okay. Well, I'm talking about, like, you've left the rave, you're yeah. on the tube, and it's like, boom, 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 boom. And you're like, I can hear, like intense drum and bass I've been on tuk-tuks where it's been like yeah it's uh, like no that is the I'm thing. in the rain you can, okay, you I'm can. not crazy right? I could sometimes the next day even it's yeah. imprinted in my mind so much yeah but there was no music playing you had everyone's odd bits and pieces <laughs> that you found and you were getting up and you were raving you were having it and we were all sitting around thinking this girl is really weird yeah. and that's where your name Lady Bazaar came from <laughs> actually Lara I do actually remember a, a night when you were off you're not wasted it didn't happen very often but Mm. i do actually remember this one time where you were so gone it actually (laughs) surprised me because you're normally the composer and you always you are always with it but this one time i remember i've been at the box with um my work colleagues and something really weird happened not just the weirdness of the box there was just a a weird situation with work people and I was desperate to tell you and so I arrived <laughs> late I might I arrived late at we were in you were in it was fire fire in Vauxhall, in Vauxhall and I arrived late and I came and I said uh, <laughs> I found you I was excited to see you because I wanted to tell you the beef that had gone on with the work people because you knew them and I wanted to tell you you were the one person I really wanted to tell so I got, went up to you and I sat down next to you and I started speeding like the, the night and I was like and then she said this and he said that and, <laughs> and you just looked up at me and went oh Boris Johnson on a zip wire and I was like what? and then you were like oh where's my glasses? where's my glasses? and you started shuffling around and I was like you don't wear glasses. And I was like, what is happening here? I'd never seen you off your nut like this before, ever. And I was like, what? What? And then you just started coming out with all this random shit. You were like, if God created crop tops. And just, <laughs> was, this... If God does... I remember this because I... Everyone, well, everyone told you afterwards. Everyone told me afterwards, yeah. It's, they, I said, I don't, what the hell was I thinking? I said, if God does exist, he must have invented tie-dye and crop tops. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Fucking weirdo. I remember what you were talking about. But you were gone behind the... Once I actually, like, zoned in on you to be like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? And I looked at your face. You were, like, gone behind the eyes. Yeah. And I was like, uh, And then I turned around to everyone else and they were like... You, <laughs> I, you were sitting on the sofa on your own for a reason and it's because everyone else had had a go and sit with you and then had realised that you had fucking lost the plot and had <laughs> left you because they couldn't deal with it. So then... I, I randomly walked over not knowing what happened. Then I turned around to everyone and everyone was like, yeah, she's been like this for a good <laughs> few hours now. And everyone had other things that you were randomly coming out with. And what's really funny is that day, 
Boris Johnson was in the news for being on a zip one. Yeah. And I I had seen that, so I realised, what on earth is going on? Why is her brain bringing up that Boris Johnson was on a zip wire? <laughs> I know. I, I know what you're talking about. What's so funny is they didn't actually let me in. You got there later, but they yeah. I'd already spent two hours sitting outside or like oh. an hour or something with a mate because at, fi- at the entrance of fire, they said, she's not coming in. She needs to go get a Mackie D's or something. Yeah. Uh, you know it's bad when you can't get into fire. Yeah. Like, and, <laughs> yeah. And like, that's bad. The state of like most people showing up to fire in the middle of the night is like, Mm. I once didn't get into um, Prince of Wales in Brixton because I was so wasted. And they were like, do you know Morley's the chicken shop? I was like, yeah. They're like, you need to go down there and get something to eat. (laughs) And I just thought it was really funny that it was so specific. Like, do you know Morley's? You obviously look like the kind of girl that, that goes to, that goes to Morley's. Yeah. Afterwards, I was like, did they tell me to go to Morley's? I don't <laughs> go anywhere else. Yeah. <laughs> Probably the only place that would let you in, mate. Oh, yeah, actually, it literally Should would be, be the only place. No, 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 I don't know. McDonald's in Brixton is pretty rough at that time. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't know if you're going to love me for bringing this one up. We can edit out if you don't want to oh, include God. it, but... You know, you know what? Do you know what I'm gonna say? Probably. You remember when? I know. The, is it the worst story of the worst stories of the worst stories of the world? I think you've had some quite bad ones, but this <laughs> would de- this would definitely be up there on the tube. <laughs> the tube, yes, yeah, of yeah. course. I know yeah. this story is horrendous. So we, yeah. Wait, well, look, I'm, I'm gonna tell it. The thing is, it is so bad and it is so revolting, but. I think it does need to come out. Well, it did need to come out. <laughs> That's the joke of it. Were you deliberately making a pun with that? No. Oh. <laughs> well, that was quite good. It had to come out. No. But anyway, basically, we went, we bounced from party to party, hadn't we? It was... We used to spread ourselves very thinly by going to as many parties as we possibly could on one night. A bank holiday weekend would probably be about 10 mm. events yeah. in one night. Yeah, in, one, have, in one weekend. Yeah, because you'd have the pre-drinks, then you'd have the club, then there'd be the after-party club. Then We'd do be... multiple clubs in one go, actually. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Mad. It'd be like, kind of like the, the pre-club, then there's like the yeah, main club, club, then there'd be the after-club. Yeah. And then you'd probably end up at like a warehouse party or yeah. something like and that then afterwards. Another then friend's, and then a friend's house, and another friend's, and then the next day you'd go to another club. It was full on. Yeah. So anyway, we were, I don't know how many clubs and parties in at this point but this we was were... the end of a long one yeah and we're on the tube and I remember we were sat next to each other and you just looking at me and just you became a ghost like you just turned like green <laughs> grey then just pure white and you just looked at me and suddenly you started to get really hot and all and you were like you, it was winter I remember so you had all these coats and layers mm. and you just like peeling them on and I was like trying to get them off you and I was like whoa you're coming over in sweats I was like what is going on here and then you just looked at me. <laughs> no, I laid my head on your stomach. You were like, lie on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. So you were looking at me. Then you put your head down. And I was kind of like stroking your head, yeah, wasn't I? Yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. let's just set the scene. It was like 8pm on a Saturday. Yeah. Or a Sunday. I think, anyway. It was a Saturday night. Saturday night, 8pm. Like, normal people on the tube. Mm-hmm. Families going out for dinner. And, like, normal people that aren't drunk. It's not like the night tube. It is 8pm on yeah. a Saturday weekend in central London. Uh-huh. And then suddenly you just lift your head up from oh. my lap. And you just went, whoop, your whole body just, like, uh. convulged. And then the second time you did, you put your hand on your mouth. But there was nothing that could have stopped that 
that power, that force coming from your from your stomach, and you absolutely projectile oh. sprayed through your fingers. Yeah. It pure... burst out of me, yeah. and I threw up all over everyone on the tube. It was like someone had punched me in the stomach, uh-huh. and then bursting out of me uh-huh. was red. red yeah, because I've been drinking vodka Cr- cranberry. Yeah, sick. All over everyone. It was a whole family. It was a whole family that were going out for dinner. And I didn't look up. All I could see was their legs, like their feet (laughs) shoot backwards. But they couldn't move back too far because they couldn't go anywhere. They couldn't get by. I saw their feet go. It went on their faces. It went Ah! on their bodies. No, you couldn't look. You had your head down. I didn't look. And then we pulled. Thank God. The timing was actually as good as it could have been because we pulled into a tube station. Yeah. And I just went. I just went. I just muttered like, "I'm sorry." And I I just like kind of picked all of your coats and layers up and just grabbed you. And we got off that. And we got off the tube and you sat and you were still being sick on the platform. And then I just remember holding you and, and holding your hair and I was just in a state of utter shock I, I just couldn't because you'd even... never really seen me like that I'm not a sick person no no no, no. I just couldn't believe what I had seen and the reaction yeah. from these people because it was like it was certain thickness to it no no, well. no 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 sorry no, no, sorry no. sorry no I don't want to make everyone want so that is, that is exactly Lara the type of story that keeps me awake at night <laughs> at 3am and re- I think about how horrendous uh, I was but do you remember the, um, so so then we were sat there and I remember like stroking you and just being like and it was like a good couple minutes of silence and then I think at one point I said can we talk about it <laughs> talk about it yet or like can we laugh about it yet and you just looked <laughs> up and your face had started to get a little bit of colour you just looked at me with a little smile you just went one minute one minute and you like were coming back to life <laughs> and then we went back to your mum's house your parents house didn't we went we? Back to my mom's. we went back to your parents house because yeah. we didn't have our own places no, at no, this time no. and I basically lived at yours I was like a yeah. spare, a spare and we came in the front there. door and my mum and dad looked at me and they just went oh get to bed they, yeah they weren't happy were and they? I had we had makeup down our faces and we looked like trash and yeah Get, get to bed. bed now. And we were I like, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I think you might be right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's time to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then I woke up in the morning. Oh, yeah. This was my personal uh, highlight of this. I remember waking up and like, obviously, probably about 15 hours later, I wake up to the sweet <laughs> smell of juice or sweet, sweet, sweet aroma. And I realised that I have woken up on your matted <laughs> Sick hair. Your cranberry locks. It was fucking disgusting. I was like, (laughs) get me out of here. What do you think those people on the tube said to each other after? I think I'd go home if I was them. You had, no, they had, you didn't see (laughs) the impact. Really, you just saw their feet. I saw the actual impact. So yeah. No, they they couldn't have got, they couldn't have, it was, it was home time for them. Oh, well, if, if they happen to be listening to this podcast, all I want to do is say, I am very, very sorry I just can't believe that you used to take so many photos of us of day like three of the sesh and they were so bad and we looked so fucked and you used to put them onto social media Yeah, I did used to put them up, didn't I? I'm so sorry. We had to have a word of you and say, please stop putting them up. I know. I'm just like very sentimental and I like to keep these things. You're very good at taking photos when we need photos taken, I have to admit. 
Yeah. But I, I was also putting up awful photos of myself. Like, yeah. I, I was looking back through some old ones the other day, because obviously like, my memory isn't good, so it helps me. That's another oh, thing. Yeah. It helps me to remember things. <laughs> and there's ones of me and you rolling around on the floor. I've got, like, a tambourine around my neck. Our mate's holding, like, a... A fake leg, like just like <laughs> you, there's one of you like sl- like with spaghetti in your hair and like eating oh. it upside down. I was like, what the? They fuck? are they are funny because they, they do funny. capture the moment, but it's just when they go on social media. <clears> like, what? And also, we used to like be so blazing about like posting pictures of us in a mess, basically, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. we used to name the albums after like a quote of the night or something mm-hmm. that was really obvious of what was happening yeah i had one the other i saw the other day i have one that was called ketting on down after fabric <laughs> <laughs> like bait head yeah. what the fuck i had one that was called too much seahorse whiz <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah absolutely zero discretion going on there well, you know now, Fabric has banned videos and photos on the dance floor. Really? Well, I think they have. No phone policy? Yeah, I think so. so I know Ber- when I went to Burgine, they definitely had it. They took your phone off you. I know that, yeah. And they put a sticker over your phone, so you over the camera. And I'm, I'm pretty sure Fabric now say no phones or mm-hmm. videos on the dance floor, which I think is brilliant. Mm-hmm. I think you should just enjoy your night. Yeah. It's true. I like to capture a little bit. You know what I'm like. I like to get my phone out, get like, I'm quite good at sensing the build. So I'm like, right, this is going to be a good drop. I quickly fucking fumble around, get my phone out, get one good video. And then I'm like, right, now I've captured it. And then, or one or two. Yeah. Do you actually watch the videos back afterwards? Um, I don't watch it back at the time, but then I put it on my Insta and Uh. then I can look back on it, which I never do. Um, (laughs) But I have since looked back on videos from like me in in Mexico like three years ago and been like, oh my God, that was such a good party. I would have never remembered that. So I do like that. But I get what you're saying. Like, oh my God, it is so jarring when everyone's got their phones out. Like when we first started raving, there wasn't any phones that you could record on or anything like that. And it had such a nice freedom about it. Actually, talking about that, that's... I'm just thinking about a story that I heard a while ago about Fabric, Mm. which is why I think Fabric's the best club in the world, just going to say that now. They recently banned somebody because they filmed somebody dancing who was, like, dancing. I don't know if they were, like, messy or if they were dancing really Mm. funny or what, but they were dancing. Somebody filmed them and then posted on social media laughing at them. No, I don't like that. No, I don't like that at all. And I'm pretty sure that is why they put in the ban of no phones on the dance floor. Mm, I'm glad they did that if that is what it was. That's really good PR as well. <laughs> Just thinking like, oh, that's quite a good little move to, well, to do. It is good. It's, it's I think really it's really good. good. Yeah, I don't like things like that. I can't stand that. God, if they actually had... Like, my first ever club uh-huh. that I ever went to uh-huh. was Fabric. Yeah, me too. You was it? Yeah, well, like the club, but like... like Obviously, no, I've no, been no, to, like, other shit club, but the R&D first clubs. proper nightclub that I walked into and thought, like, this is a bit of me. Yeah. Was Fabric. Yeah, drum and bass. Drum and bass. Yeah. What's mad about it was before I went there, I didn't really know what my music was. Mm-hmm. I was trying to find what sort of music scene I was into. I thought it was like ska music because like, I guess there's like a connection there with it. I couldn't quite find what I was into. Mm-hmm. And it was before the days when you could sort of like have any music accessible to you really. Although I think there was like LimeWire, but you know. Yeah, you Napster. You, yeah, yeah, you couldn't, you didn't have Spotify and stuff. And I knew mm-hmm. that I liked music, but I couldn't really find my jam. And then I remember walking into Fabric and hearing drum and bass loud for the first time and it just absolutely blew mm-hmm. my mind. And yeah. then from there on, I was addicted. Mm-hmm. I literally went every single weekend 
yeah. for years and years and years. And I know there's so many people out there that did the same. Do you remember I used to, um, obviously then I met you shortly after that, and yeah. then we went all the time, but do you remember I always used to pull down the, the lineups? Every single time we went, I would put oh, yeah. a copy of the lineup, the little <laughs> blue tacked lineup for true players or whatever on the yeah. wall. I have them all in storage oh, ones, and I think you do. Uh, somewhere, and I think, um, I think there's about 50 of them. Oh I've been, my yeah, God. Yeah, I've been so many times, so many times, wow. like, and there's like a stack of them. Uh, yeah. That's and amazing. Hoarder slash sentimental. Do you know what's really funny? Before I went... I didn't know what to wear because I hadn't... Obviously, I've been to, like, the local... I've been clubbing before. Mm. I used to go, like, Leicester Square. Yeah. Or, like, I went to, like, places that just weren't my bag. And um, I remember asking somebody that we knew, a boy a couple of years older than us, what to wear because mm. I had no idea what to wear to fabric. And he told me, you just wear jeans and trainers. And thank mm. God he told me that because that's what I wore. Oh, my God. Uh, you know why I went in? No. Heels. <laughs> What? I know. You know what? Right, I went with this guy that was like a little bit older. He was a drum and bass DJ. Uh, he introduced me to drum and bass. Right. I didn't know what it was. I remember him playing me like the Pendulum album oh, uh, yeah. and things like that. And I was like, okay. And then he told me categorically, do not wear heels. But my, <laughs> I think I was 16 around that. Um, I, My mine could not get my head around like that was when i wore heels even when i was like out getting oh messy or whatever yeah i wore heels to that club and i what was wearing heels in fabric like it's awful. a mistake. Re- regret like you regretted it damping on your feet yeah i know you do still occasionally see people though in the rain i remember festivals I actually, in heels I'm yeah like, yeah in what? fabric i remember once there was a girl who was all dressed up she was she looked amazing but she was like in a shimmery sequiny dress with high heels but actually rains to her because she went on a night out and wasn't feeling it wherever she was and thought, fuck, I want to get to fabric. And she was like, all right, all right I'm not dressed for it, but I just want to go so badly. Yeah. So she ended up there in like literally a slinky <laughs> ball gown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Talking about fabric has just reminded me of probably one of the most embarrassing stories. And thank God it wasn't about me. <laughs> but when I said to you earlier about how People don't remember your embarrassing stories. I remember someone else's embarrassing story and I don't even think she would remember it. Mm-hmm. Was so I you, there? Yeah, you were there. It was you and me. So we went to Fabric years ago and we went to a grime night and it was big nasty. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, do you remember it now? Yes. And we were in room two and it was heaving and there was big nasty on stage and then it was all of his boys on stage and the room was like this electric energy that like a grime night has it was amazing and there were these girls who were so wasted (laughs) that had got up on the stage and they were like dancing with the guys on the stage and they were off their nuts they Uh were gone Mm -hmm. anyway most of them were just dancing on the stage, like, really, really badly. Like, I will tell you now, they were white, blonde girls. Like, it made me really embarrassed to be a white, blonde girl. And one of them, probably the most wasted of them all, decided that now was a good time to have a chat or talk to, intensely talk to, Big Nasty while he's doing his thing on stage. And he was doing, trying to do his thing. He was trying to rap and he was facing the audience. And, oh, I just cringed so much thinking about this poor girl, but... She was like trying to have a chat with him to his face whilst he was. Yeah, and everyone's looking. Everyone's performing. Like we are facing him. Like he is the show. Yeah, he (laughs) is the show. We're all there seeing him. And then he was quite good. He was like trying to move her aside. 
how his brain was connecting, like, doing his rapping as well as this girl in his face. And he was, like, trying to move her aside, trying to move her aside. And she just wasn't giving up. To be honest, somebody should have fucking gone on stage and took, taken her off. But anyway, he was moving her aside and she was <laughs> gone. Gone. What was, the fuck she was trying to say to him, I don't know. It was so bad. And then it got so bad that she stood in front of him and the microphone. So she's facing the back of the stage. He's obviously trying to face the audience. So we see her back of her head and then he just pushed her. <laughs> into the crowd and luckily the crowd was really dense and most of them were male and they caught her and I'm watching like I'm probably like one of the only blonde white women in the in the in the crowd at this point so I'm thinking please please don't let people think that I'm related to her or that I know her or anything because I've got nothing to do with that girl she's nothing to do with me but I was just very aware that I looked like her and then, and then she was down. Like everyone, I think everyone was a bit like, everyone like cheered when she got pushed off. It was, it was funny, but I think everyone had a moment of being like, okay, phew, she's gone. And then she climbed <laughs> back up onto the stage and started doing it again. And I think I'm pretty sure I can't really remember. I think at that point someone did uh-huh. come and take her away, and their friends were gone in the background and dancing with these guys, and it was just like, probably one of the most embarrassing things <laughs> I've ever seen in my whole life and you know what big nasty you did a good job because even though you pushed her into the crowd there was nothing else that you could have possibly (laughs) possibly done at that moment in time and then do you remember after oh my gosh so whilst we were in the crowd watching this unfold there was a guy behind us who you and me were checking out and we were like oh he's hot No, and we were not. like, we were like, we were like eyeing him up. And we we're like, oh god, that guy over there is really hot. And he was like, stands on his own. He's like, really cool. And he was like, bopping along to the music. I don't think it's bopping if it was cool, but he was like, he was like, he was like, whatever. We both ch- were checking him out, and okay. we were like, that guy over there is hot. But anyway, we didn't do anything more than that. And um, later on, when we left Fabric, we were. <laughs> do you remember this? No, but I just... so later on, when we left Fabric, we went out. This is so weird. We left Fabric and we were waiting outside and I don't know what we were doing. Probably not, You and me were probably trying to find someone to, that we can carry on party with. I'm pretty sure that's what we were doing. <laughs> trying to find an after. Trying to find an afters. And we were waiting outside and there was a group of boys and he was one of the boys. And he, we were like, oh, there's that guy again. Anyway, then we turned around, whatever. And then we looked round. I looked round first <laughs> and I spotted him having a wank. No! Having a wank against a wall. <laughs> having a wank against a wall afterwards and I was like oh my god there's that big guy but he's oh um oh uh, he's having a wank <laughs> do you remember now oh my god it's ringing like such a distant we're both bell like, <laughs> as if we thought he was fit I mean yeah he oh my god what on earth was happening there I don't know I think we quickly left shortly after that we didn't want to hang around much longer oh we didn't we didn't go home with him then no <laughs> Well, this has been really fun. This episode of sharing all our embarrassing stories has really made me laugh. I hope everyone else has enjoyed it as well. Sorry, Alex. I know that voice note uh, didn't paint you in a very good light, but it just had to come out. Yeah, if anyone else has actually got... I'm curious if anyone else has funny like voice notes or recordings from this. That's from, a good idea. Yeah, from If the anyone else has any... Uh, if you are with a messy friend and you can get a voice note and you can send it to us, we will play it on Crave the Rave. Yeah, send us a DM. Our Instagram is at Crave the Rave Podcast 
or you can send us an email it's podcast at gmail.com if you want to keep it old school and please do as always subscribe like share and rate the podcast wherever you listen to it as that helps us reach more people we'll see you next time bye <laughs>